Welcome back. This yeah. is Five, number nine. Hello. And we are here to recap the very amazing, yes. uh, action-packed. Did you say recap? Marvel. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Episodes three and four of Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. We're be recapping and uh, explaining some things that are going on in the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, let's let's dive into it. These last two episodes, I mean, the show is going so fast. Like, we're already past I love it. the halfway point. Yeah, man, six and episodes. Hey, man, quick. I don't want to say this is better than WandaVision, but it's very fast-paced. Although I appreciate what WandaVision did and represented. I love yeah. this show. I it's love this show. Because WandaVision had nine episodes, and for some reason it felt shorter because episodes were like 30 minutes to 40 minutes long. Yep. Um, these ones are like almost 40 minutes long and like 40 minutes plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one episode is almost cracked an hour. Yeah, it was like 56. Um, minus, yeah, minus the, the credits. The credits, the credits aren't as long either. I love the credits for this one, actually. More credits than- are dope. People don't talk about the credits enough, but like there's a lot of cool little Easter eggs and, and stuff going on in the credits. If you haven't checked that out, try yeah. to try to see what's going on. But mm-hmm. uh let's kick it off. So so episode three. Mm-hmm. This is the episode where they break Zemo out. Yeah. And they try to pretty much they're trying to find Carly Morgenthau because she mm-hmm. is the leader of the flag smashers. Uh, terrorist organization, but to her, they're not terrorists. They're not terrorists. They're just people that had things taken away from them. Yeah. And they'll kill anybody in the way. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And Bucky has the wonderful idea of breaking out Zemo, the only villain that's been able to take down the Avengers. And <laughs> he believes that uh, that Zemo will be able to help, that he has some information uh, about the Flag Smashers, or at least uh about the super soldiers that are popping up uh left and right and yeah. that turns out to be a fact yeah uh zemo doesn't feel like a villain at all uh, no nah, man An- anti-hero. anti-hero yes yep. sir anti-hero yeah, vibes he has his own agenda but even anti-hero vibes like anti-heroes do some bad like i feel like carly is more of an anti-hero than mm-hmm. zemo is Mm. Um, because even though like anti-hero is supposed to be like you're you're a hero, but not really, anti-hero to me still feels like villain. And Zemo yeah. doesn't really fit that for what's going on, at least. Um yeah. he really he feels like the true hero in the whole show, you know. Obviously, he because he, 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 no he keeps he's well. keeping the ball rolling. Yeah, he's keeping the ball rolling right now. Zemo is literally the fuel that's driving Bucky and, and Sam right now. Yeah. Well, this is this is great because I I love that this episode introduces Zemo as Baron Zemo, which mm-hmm. is his official title in the comic books. And for people who know a little bit about Baron Zemo, um, he is the leader of the Thunderbolts. And seeing this turn of Eventually. of his evolution and character development makes me feel like that the Thunderbolts might be on the way, and that Zemo could potentially lead them in the future. But um, I, I loved I love the banter. I love the dialogue between 
Zemo and like the hint of uh, comedy that he has. The um, it's, it's like it's just enough. It's just <laughs> enough to to make you start to like him. Yeah. No, Release his Zemo cut. Hey, it's released already. You can watch yeah. hours worth of it on YouTube. Yeah, they did a, that. It's great. DC would never, but let's keep it going. So not at all. So back to Carly Morgenthau, real quick. Um, just quick thoughts. Like, what do you guys think about her? Like, do you do you like her? Do you not like her? In the words of Captain America, Steve Rogers, she's just a kid, bro. She's just like she's just a kid. I don't know, like. When you're a kid and you have the accessibility to those powers, but also like to be considered a leader, like nothing can stop you. Like obviously, right now mm-hmm. nothing's stopping her, so she, things just keep escalating. Well, with such base will happen in episode four and whatnot, but she's mm-hmm. just a kid, bro. Like she yeah. growing up way too quick, getting powers way too quick, and she doesn't know her own strength. Yeah. One thing that that I feel like that they've established in the show is that everyone has their sense of right, you know, because the underlying tone with Captain America is that he would do what, what's right. You know, he would do the just thing. And in this fight for who deserves to be Captain America amongst everybody, even, you know, like they're like, you could consider Zemo being Captain America. You could consider Carly being Captain America. You can consider, of course, John Walker and Battlestar. Um, and of course, Sam and Bucky. So everyone is trying to figure out how to achieve this righteousness that Steve mm-hmm. kind of carried with him. And we really get to see it play out. I didn't think that this, I thought it was mostly going to be between Sam and Bucky kind of going yeah. back and forth through mm-hmm. it but it, they've really uh, positioned it in a way, even with the Dora Milaje, with the Milaje that like, we're going to, um, such a surprise, you know? Yeah. We're going to, we're going to get into that um, a little bit later as well. But even with them, like it's, it's like their sense of right as well, you know? And that's really what, what the argument is throughout this whole show is who's right and who's justified in doing the things that they're doing. And, um, I love it. So it's, yeah. I, I think it's great. I think it's really, really great. Yeah. Yeah. For me, Carly in general, I don't know. Like there, there is comparisons drawing her to, to Wanda when Wanda blew up the hospital. And, but, but the thing, the difference between Wanda and Carly and the whole situation with Captain Falcon being like the, the same comparison in the situation is Carly has no remorse for killing people as for wanda she felt really bad when she blew up that hospital Uh, she didn't do it on purpose she she was doing it to save cap obviously there was what you mean to save cap yeah in um in uh civil war yeah he's referred to the beginning of civil war when she blew up the hospital Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Wanda yeah, so, did that. Okay, so gotcha, Wanda, gotcha. So when Wanda blew up the hospital, she felt yeah, she felt remorse. She felt bad. She's like, my powers, I can't control them. Yada yada. And it and there's uh, comparisons being drawn to that with Carly and her blowing up the hospital and her being uh, a kid. I but, don't think that that's a that that's a good comparison. So it's to really speak. not. I feel like I feel like it's kind of different. Different situation. I guess, I guess the comparison only in the way where Cap and falcon are vouching for these young super powered um 
humans, you know, mm-hmm. that they don't know any better. But the mm-hmm. but the difference uh, with Carly is I feel like she does know better. Yeah, yeah. I think Carly does know better. I think that she is is a hurt individual that has superpowers and is like anybody who's been downtrodden by people with power, you know, um, like and so quote unquote real power, like not mm. just super abilities, but like actually being able to displace you or put you in situations where uh, it's highly, highly inconvenient and even prevent aid or prevent a sense of living that is uh, worth it. I think that she's more of like, all these people are, I would compare, if we're going to do the Wanda comparison, I would compare her to Wanda in Age of Ultron. Yeah. You know, of feeling like, yo, I need to get back at Tony Stark for destroying my family and yeah. in this case the, it's grc exactly in this case is grc and more of like sam That's and true. that hawkeye conversation that hawkeye had with carly and saying like yo yeah. if you step out of here you're an avenger now like that, you got to switch the whole thing up yeah yeah and the whole thing with grc you know like they have which is pretty I mean, cool it, it's it's interesting because like there was a commercial at the beginning of episode three of GRC and what it what it is what it stands for. It's the Glo- Global Repatriation Act, pretty much just trying to restore, rebuild, and I forget what their slogan. Forgot is, what the other R to, was. They're it's just good branding get, though. Real good yeah, branding. They're just trying to get the world back, like how it was before the blip. Before the blip, right? But yeah. during the blip. Uh, people were coming together and helping each other. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, even the governments were helping people because those were the people that were left. But now that everybody snapped back, everybody is like, I guess you know, people that were living in other people's homes have to leave because that was their home. Uh, you know, their schools. It pretty much, it's overpopulated. In a blink of an eye, it's overpopulated yeah. again. It was After- probably so crazy. Bro, like, I, I love that these shows are are showing the blip in different ways, yeah. like how we saw in the hospital with WandaVision. But I'm just thinking, like, man, you're just living in someone's house and they just blip in your bed. Yeah. Well, it's you not know? <laughs> Exactly. It's not like, you're and, like, yeah, I've moved. Because if you think about it, like, five years is a long time. Like, I've lived in a house for five years and I felt like it was my own, you right. know? So... To have somebody just blip in your bathroom, like, wait, what? Hey, like, cuz, what you doing here? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It, it, there's probably so much confusion. Yeah, it's really, it's really showing what the effects of the blip are. You know, for us, when Iron Man snapped everybody back, it's like, all right, everybody, everything's back to normal. Like, nothing will change. But there's a lot of change going on. You know, and we don't Hulk, really Hulk know. Did the snap? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Hulk did this now. But we don't really know the effects of the timeline entirely, at least until we get to Loki. So right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy to talk about that when that comes along. For sure. But, but yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so we got uh, Baron Zemo's prison break. So yeah. Bro, he's he, talking to Sam. Yo, as he if, just, like, uh, So what if I did this? Not even what if I. He's like, hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically, right? I don't like how how yeah yeah about this. You, it's always crazy. (laughs) If Bucky is coming up with a plan, it's up to no good. It's a plan that's up to no good for sure. And then we just see Emo pop out, and 
wow, it was it was great. It was great seeing him do do his thing and get out of that situation. He has and, so much finesse. Yo, it was so That's much power. finesse. That's Zemo's power, finesse. No, he does have finesse for sure. <laughs> and then like him uh getting his materials and then seeing the mask for the first time. Oh man, that that made me feel really good. I was like, okay, we're getting to the. I can't wait to hear the OG backstory for that because obviously in the, in the comic it was his father's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to see more more flashback or more backstory for Zemo. Hopefully, we yeah. Next I don't think I'm we'll sure it was probably show, just like a but... military mask. Sorry. Yeah. No, I don't think we're getting this show. But like Norik said, I'm pretty sure the the Thunderbolts, right? Yeah. Which is dope because the Thunderbolts are really nice car, but. You know, yeah. <laughs> when you're rich, you buy nice cars. Yeah, man. Yeah. We we may or may not see the Thunderbolts later on. I think that one thing that I like about the show, and that I'm hoping for, and I, and I'm hoping it with with John Walker too, is like Marvel needs to stop killing their villains because mm-hmm. seeing like Batroc come back in the earlier episodes as like a reoccurring baddie is awesome and seeing zemo come back as a reoccurring baddie is awesome so i'm hoping that they continue to have these mid-tier to like like uh top tier villains kind of just reoccur and come back because just putting putting them in jail and having them escape is great because that allows for just more stories to continue but when you blow them up then there's nothing we could do. <laughs> That's the end of the story right there. Yeah, it's the end of the story. Um, you know? I mean, with Loki, they brought Loki back several times. Yeah, so. yeah. So, I mean, and, and they killed him Loki. and brought him back still. They needed yeah. him. Somehow, <laughs> they're like, all right, we can't bring him back from the dead, but we can bring him back Go from back a different timeline. Go back in time. time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like that, so. that prison break scene was... Uh, was pretty was pretty cool, you know. It was pretty thought out. I don't know how he got the card to him in that book, but some finesse right there, I'd say. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, they pretty Zemo pretty much had a plan, mm-hmm. starting like from going to Madripoor, and mm-hmm. like, hey, I have a I have a contact. We just have to go undercover because if we get we get caught up, we're we're done. We're dead. Yeah. And this is the first time that we've seen Madripoor. Even mentioned. Um, or, yeah, or even yeah. mentioned. And Madripoor has been mentioned in the comic books. It is a, a villain kind of city um, for yeah. bounty hunters and villains to go through to there and out. get jobs and that kind of thing. It's it's the equivalent of, uh, it's like Marvel's Cantina from mm. uh from Star Wars, you know, it's yeah. just where all the scoundrels are at bum, and bum, things bum, like bum, that. Bum, and the people bum. are around. Exactly. And um <laughs> a lot of mutants have have like been around there, like yeah. the like the super powerful, super you know, uh uh mutants at, that aren't accepted by either the Brotherhood or the X-Men yeah. in the comics. So I'm excited that that location itself is now in the MCU because it just allows for a lot of origins for villains and a lot of um, cool uh, uh, crossings that can happen when yeah. it comes to when it comes to villains and heroes in in the MCU. Yeah, most definitely, I can see Deadpool going to Madripoor or something like that. But Absolutely, I, I, I definitely do want to see more Madripoor. Um, it's it's really really interesting. That's where Sharon. Carter ended up. Mm-hmm. Um, She's so fine. 
Yeah. I, I really want to know how she got there. Um, where yeah. she went to after, or if she was even blipped or where she went to after helping. Civil Cap. War. Yeah. Like, is, is that where she just ended up or, mm-hmm. um, did she go somewhere before? Well, this is one thing I've been trying to figure out too, that we we're talking about is like, yes, Cap went back in time because obviously she's agent Carter, Peggy Carter's niece. But from my understanding, it was through marriage. So her uncle should have been the one that ended up marrying Peggy, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it could be a thing where Cap knew, hey, I can't affect the timeline. I need Sharon to keep doing what she's doing. Mm-hmm. So that way, the oh, so Cap's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna clap from cheeks, do my thing. Yeah, and then yeah. I, I think you. Cap, I think Cap is a pretty, you know, like I said, righteous person. Even though that he's going back to to see Peggy one more time, just to say, like, he really just wants to keep his word of saying, like, I want to do that dance. Like, yeah, he loves Peggy, but he's been through a lot. He's lived, you know. um, for a few yeah. years and it was just kind of like okay i'm gonna just do my own thing so i wouldn't be surprised if cap knew that the right thing to do is to leave everything exactly how it needed to how it needed to happen yeah. and he wasn't going to interfere the only difference probably is him spending a little bit of time with peggy for you know maybe a, a few weeks or a couple months but something that didn't necessarily change everything drastically yeah but allowed him to have a conversation with her and and let her know what what she needed to do yeah as far as like this is what's going to happen with hydra or not only yeah. that but well like he can't he can't really do that either he but can't maybe, tell her nothing. he can't but, he can't but the reason what we can say is that like because with comic books and this is just my theory but like with comic books like the reason why people do things sometimes comes from like a time loop you know, or like the future. So she had shield or she had, it wasn't shield at the time. It was like SSO or, or something like that. Some strategic, whatever. So he sh- could have came back and said like, you're going to start shield. And that be the idea that she needs to say, Oh, I'm going to start shield. Yeah. And then just mm-hmm. go on from there. You know what I mean? She doesn't need to know anymore. She knows how to do that already. So. Then yeah. that leaves the question open that who the hell did Cap marry? Because he had that ring. And, and mm-hmm. Sam is like, you want to tell me about her? He's like, I don't think I will. Like, I don't know. I hope, I hope Loki maybe. literally touches base on all this. Yeah, I mean, maybe I have there, so many freaking questions, man. I mean, there could be some scenes of Cap going back in the future that weren't in Endgame and all that. That can be slipped into Loki, you know, somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of different ways that they can play that whole timeline situation but it might it might just be focused on other things um so far all these trailers have been very misleading like Narik said like it's interesting yeah. to see the Dory Milaje and it's interesting to see Sharon Carter, Carly Morgenthau, Zemo play more parts into this show so there's mm-hmm. a lot that we still don't know for these upcoming shows. Yeah. And did you guys get any like Sharon Carter was kind of hiding something vibes? Oh, of course. She's like this super art dealer in like well, this in Madripoor. Come on, in Madripoor, Madripoor like it, it gave me like real collector type of vibes. Mm-hmm. And she might be like the new type of collector. Um oh, bro, you know, in, in a sense. In a sense, she might be <laughs> Mephisto. But I, I definitely think that she knows something about what's going on on the greater, like wherever 
I don't think that we'll necessarily find it out in totality what she's up to, but I think that it'll spill out into the bigger narrative. And I personally have a suspicion that this show is going to pour out into Armor Wars. Mm -hmm. Would you like to clarify what that is? Armor Wars is a new show that uh, Disney Plus announced, Disney Plus and Marvel, that will be starring Don Cheadle as War Machine. And I believe that other other people who are trying to design armors um, similar to Iron Man are yeah. going to be involved in that. We yeah. may even see AIM. We may see just other geniuses. We might even get Justin Hammer back. Yeah. All these different things. But I mean, I, 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 I think she's I think she's working with the power broker. Um, maybe yeah. could, maybe she could be doing both. You know, she might be the power broker. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. Oh, uh, that is true. Um, you know that now that you say that, that's pretty. One thing that not many people favorite. noticed is when she's talking to Sam on the phone and she's like walking. I forget where she's walking to. Um, she's talking about how everything is like going crazy in Madripoor right now. Mm-hmm. Then if you fast forward, which nobody really noticed, um, when she's talking on the phone or giving um, Sam like an update, she has um, a blister on her lip. Um, yeah. So that as far as we know, like in the next few episodes, we could get flashbacks of what's happening in Madripoor or it could save for later well, on. I, f- I figured that that uh blister on her lip was when she was fighting everybody outside of the yeah she was still trainer. healing from getting smacked up but she was do doing the smacking though yeah she really was she probably has a theorem in here i mean the fact that she knew she had connects to to know where the mm-hmm. doctor was and no questions were asked how she found them you know she just kind of did and i mean she still is a high level shield agent so i think that right. ultimately they want to kind of show that you know when you're a shield agent you got contacts you got people like you are you're a secret agent so you got a rolodex of everybody yeah like you know you know what you're doing and why hasn't what i want to know is why hasn't nick fury stepped up and pardoned her and brought her back unless he does know about her and he knows that or she's like undercover trying to be like oh i i can't go back because i'm mm-hmm. not wanted there maybe nick fury wants her there type of thing or but. she could be a scroll and she's already up with nick fury <laughs> could be um, you know so i don't put so it past anybody now another thing in the show that really caught everybody surprised by surprise at the end of episode three mm-hmm. there was these little beeping i don't know like devices there, all over the ground goya beans they just call them goya beans <laughs> why are we gonna call them goya beans <laughs> no so so anyways, the real he, name for him <laughs> so so he so bucky sees them he knows he's being followed and he goes to this alley and out of nowhere we get a very recognizable character that has been in three other marvel movies not with with a prominent role but everybody knows who she is and if you didn't know who she was then you suck. But Ayo! is Io, right? Is Io. I think Ohio. I'm just Ayo. kidding. Ohio. Ohio <laughs> is actually uh hello, uh, good morning in Mandarin. Ohio. No, Japanese. Oh, Japanese, my bad. Yes. Well, You're anyways, right, yeah. <laughs> Scott Walker, continue. So yeah, so she makes an appearance which nobody knew. I mean we knew Bucky was in Wakanda. We just didn't know Wakanda. We didn't expect this. We're going to be in this show, you know. There was mm-hmm. no hints. There was nothing in the trailers. 
it was all it was literally pure surprise. What kind of twist is this? It was great. Because usually with these shows, it's like, oh, this next episode, we're getting a super awesome appearance. So you're the whole show, you're waiting for that appearance, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. there it is. But this one, mm-hmm. it was like, what the yeah, like, what what the, like how where'd it come from? Right. Yeah. How's yep. it gonna play in? You know, and in the next episode, we and see it made perfect it sense. In. Yeah, yep. it did. I mean, they they were okay. I mean, from we found out, I think at the end of Civil War, uh, T'Challa was cool with the U.S. taking Zemo, and he said that he was willing to help Bucky and help him find peace. Mm-hmm. And you know, now that Zemo is out of jail. The Wakandans are like, all right, no, that's not what we signed up for. Like, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna take them in ourselves, type mm-hmm. thing. And it was really cool to see them in episode four um finally show up mm-hmm. with like the whole gang, the whole Dora Milaj shows up mm-hmm. and demands that Zemo goes with them. Yeah. And, and at that, this time, that scene was awesome. Man, at this time, John Walker, this whole time has just been trying to play catch up. You know, yeah. he's been struggling as being cap, which it's weird because like I I'm I've been waiting to see him get orders. You know, yeah. like nobody is really giving him orders and and I'm it's surprising to me cuz I'm like, wait, so they just gave him the shield and he's just like in command now, you know, because it doesn't seem like that he's prepared or ready for that. Like it seemed like that he was more one of those guys that like was waiting for the government to say, "Hey, John, go here this is the objective execute the objective right you know and it doesn't seem like that that's the case it seems like him and Battlestar are kind of on their own trying to figure it out and they may have backup or the cavalry if needed um but john walker's been trying to catch up he finally yeah. catches up to sam and to bucky and sees that zemo has been freed and he's like you guys got to be kidding me like how could you do this and Sam and Bucky are like, look, like we were able to find out all this information. We know that the that the Flag Smashers have uh have the Super Soldier Serum. We found the doctor who did it. Um, we you know we're trying to stop it. Just chill because we're we're on it. Like be our backup. And this is just kind of adding a little bit more to Cap's frustration of of trying to live up to the moniker. Yeah, it's just pressure, you know. He has yeah. the pressure on him. Not even, I mean, this episode is like the world is watching it and mm-hmm. it's in, in different ways. You know, the world is always watching Cap, you know, wherever they go. I don't know if you noticed when they were out there um, in whatever country they were in, in the background, you can You're always see people. Yeah, Latvia. You can always see people in the back, like with their cell phones up when he's around, right. mm-hmm. you know, like from a distance, just like, oh, look, like it's mm-hmm. it's Cap, you know? So there's pressure, you know, he he mm-hmm. wants to do the right thing and he wants to be the one on top yeah end, you know because yep. like like we mentioned in the last episode he doesn't want it to be falcon he doesn't want it to be bucky mm-hmm. he wants to be the one there to make the arrest to make the i don't know you know yeah. whatever whatever it to is, make sure to make sure that he's credited to make sure that he's credited in the right way and and in episode four we get to get a little backstory on parley and we get some backstory on on well not really backstory but we get more john and we get more carly so carly um at the we we didn't say but at the at the end of uh episode three she she ended up blowing up a building yeah um to send a message and saying like hey you know we're not playing any games and just like how terrorists do 
Um, And Sam feels like, okay, we could either go to war with these people or we can solve this diplomatically, see what they want and what they need. And maybe it's something that we can provide for them and figure out a better solution. And um, so he tries to have the conversation with her, but John wants to stay in command. And in him staying, yeah. wanting yeah, to stay in command. Yeah, he's not yeah. used to being told orders from technically a civilian in his eyes, even if that civilian mm-hmm. is an Avenger. Um, he thinks that now his title gives him the right to have the best idea moving moving forward and moving in. Right. Yeah. Do you know who I am? <laughs> he's like, I do and I don't care. Like yeah. there's, it was just disrespect. He's just, he was getting disrespected the whole episode. Fast yeah. forward to him fighting, uh, or ent- well, I would say, first of all, he br- he stormed into a conversation between Sap- Sam and Carly, which is arguably probably one of the best dialogue in in oh, the episode so far. Um, no, I think yeah. about the whole series so far. Honestly, between two people, it was just a great conversation. I was so. Um, I was just really excited on how Sam handled himself and dealt with that. And that was just really dope. It's a good use of empathy. Like even though it's it's fake, right? Like it's acting. The use Mm -hmm. of empathy was really well done. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially when it came to Sam using his like, bro, I used to, I used to do this for a living. Like I still do Mm -hmm. this for a living. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, John ended up breaking that up and it caused everyone to scatter and run and, and, uh, and you know mess things up and you know fast forward over to john and and zemo and bucky and sam trying to regroup and figure out what they need to do and we have this amazing fight yeah. between io and the normal well, also, 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 i didn't also think so either forget. i thought it was just gonna be a tease but as soon yeah. as he put his hand out to smack her shoulder, I said, "Oh, oh, it's okay." Don't don't forget when John walked in on Sam and uh, with Sam having the conversation, Zemo breaks out like this, you know, with the finesse that he has, and starts oh, destroying yeah, starts the destroying the serums. Oh yeah, and that's right. lo and behold, he forgets one serum, and guess who picks it up? Well, he didn't forget it. I think he was going to get to it, but well. He was disrupted. He, he was prevent. Yeah, he was disrupted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he got and a shield. John to the face. Walker ends up yeah. picking picking it up. Yeah, he did get a shield to the face. That must have hurt. That must have hurt a lot. I don't think we've seen yeah. anybody catch a shield to the face and like just get like. Well, he didn't get back up immediately, <laughs> but just pretty. like survive it afterwards. Like <laughs> people like I remember that opening for Civil War, and people were getting knocked by that shield. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense. Um, that he didn't get knocked fully because he didn't get hit by a super soldier throwing the shield. Um, (laughs) You know, also it was just a regular dude throwing the shield and that hurt enough to knock him out. But yeah, John Walker recovered one of the serums. Yeah. And he even contemplated like, should I take this or not? But Well, he got his ass beat by the Dora Milaje, bro. He got his ass beat. Bro. Um, Bucky, Bucky got disarmed. Literally. I know. I know that that was, it's a that fail was safe. interesting, man. I, yeah, it was a failsafe. Yeah. And I, I feel like he felt betrayed, but honestly, you have to know that that could happen. You know, they're not going to just equip you back. And yeah, because it's pretty crazy. Been, you know? Yeah, it's just crazy because that moment 
from in this one episode, we got the very beginning and then the very end of like of their trust of them. that whole trust. You know what I mean? That we got in one in one episode where the episode starts off with Bucky overcoming the orders, and that was beautiful to see. You know, and Io put in a lot of work and effort in teaching Bucky and teaching him the language and giving him that peace and curing him. And then he felt like, wow, even after that, you had to put in a fail safe. And in Io's defense, it's like, we're not idiots. Like, of course, we're going to put a fail safe. Like, you didn't pay for this. You didn't. I mean- you. As far as we're concerned, any part of vibranium is ours, and right. we lend it out. <laughs> which is which is why I'm surprised it didn't take the arm and the shield, you know? Because after mm-hmm. the whole fight scene with um with the Dora Milaje, like like in right here, uh, mm-hmm. she you can see this uh, Wakandan pick up the shield, and I thought they were gonna take it. I well, thought they were that, gonna take it. She picked it up the way Cat picked it up, like the way Steve Rogers picked up the shield. Yeah. Yep, yeah. and and I and I'm sure that John Walker didn't like seeing a black woman pick up the shield just like, like him, and yeah. he was just kind of like, "Whoa, okay, this is this is a stark difference in yeah. you seeing an African, well, not truly African, a Wakandan woman picking up this shield that is the symbol of America." I'm on the ground. She's standing over me. She just beat me up. Yeah. It's so much that hit him. That he was just kind of like, am I even cut out for this? Not only that, they weren't super soldiers, and he emphasizes that too. (laughs) Oh man, they weren't even super soldiers. That was a Steppenwolf moment right there when he got told he got fifty thousand more worlds to conquer. I have three worlds, (laughs) fifty thousand more. (laughs) I I really feel for John Walker. I mean, I know we're like supposed to hate him in this show because he's the new cap. But I mean, he has a lot to live up to, and he was like, I don't know if he was if he volunteered to be cap or they're like, you, you're the next cap, and you can't mm-hmm. say nothing about it, type thing, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I mean, I mean, even him when he's talking about his war medals, he's like, even when I did that, that I I didn't do what was right, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saved people, but was it the right thing? So, yeah. so I mean, through this whole episode, yeah, he's getting bullied. He's a step behind. He's really not leadership material, you know. Yeah, it's exactly. surprising that Lamar is right there by his side, but I mean that's his best mm-hmm. friend. Well, yeah, it looks because... like Lamar. Sorry, go ahead, Narik. No, you're good. Uh, it looks like Lamar is basically his like conscience. Like, is basically that's his ground. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. dude's basically talking sense into him. Even when it came to like Sam sense. wanted to talk to Carly, he was just like, no, like you should let him talk to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And do we get multiple situations like that? So, yeah. but continue what you're saying because obviously yeah. it leads up towards the end. Yeah, you know, I, I think that just really quick with Io not taking the vibranium arm, I think that that was a form of saying, because of everything that we've been through, I'm not going to take this away from you. Yeah. However, I'm definitely not going to let you use it against us. That's like for sure not going to happen. So I think like, I, Bucky, I, Bucky needs yeah. to understand. That's, that's a cra- that, that's a crazy way to put it. Like you you're know? not gonna. We made you disarm. You're not about to try to beat me up yeah. with disarm. Yeah, it's I not mean, gonna happen. That, that's Sam's fault, though. He was like, "Come on, step in, Sam. You know who these people are. Why would you yep. tell Bucky to step in? Like that's yep. that's one thing that I caught. Like he was like, "Come on, help him." It's like 
they're not gonna kill him you know like they yeah. just here for zemo that's what it, did yeah. lucky say you're doing great john yeah yeah, <laughs> doing great, yeah. John. sam should have stepped in i mean well he did like it in far as far as like just doing the fight you know and doing but sam isn't a super soldier either he can cat he could have caught a vibranium spear to the chest and it would have been over <laughs> it would have just been the winter soldier that's the name <laughs> of the show now <laughs> oh, you <God>. know and <laughs> so he's he's probably like oh yeah. damn i'm not trying to get caught up in that either um and and he's not very well versed you know bucky's more well versed so he's kind of like lead this this is your time to do that yeah. but in the commotion zemo ends up escaping Io oh, and the other, Io. yeah, Io and the other uh, Dora Milaje are pissed off. So they're like, we didn't come here for Cap's shield. Our king already said that the shield could stay in America or with America, you know, with whatever it is, even if we don't approve. And Bucky can keep his arm. So let's get out of here and get who we need to get. Um, and then that brings us to John realizing for the first time that he's clearly out of his depth. He clearly doesn't know enough. He clearly isn't capable, um, as capable as he would like. And Battlestar is there for him. So, you know, yeah. if we fast forward to, um, to later on in the episode where I think John just really has a heart to heart with Battlestar and, and it's just kind of like, yo, like we could have saved our brother's, and sisters with the back serum. with with the serum would you take it that was the question he's like man like we're getting beat up but would you take this and he's like yeah i'll take it no doubt and not really knowing that john walker has the ability to take it so it's more of just like a candid like what if i bet that if john walker showed him the serum right there lamar might have been like you know what man i don't know if that's something that we should do now's not yeah. the time yeah like now's not the time to do this like I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, because the the question was, would you take it if it's offered to you, not if you found it off the floor? You know exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, him saying, "Yeah, I would," kind of like how you said, sincere about him being his conscious. Yeah, it was confirmation. He was like, "Okay, for sure, I'm going to take it." So he went and he took it, and this time the battle was between the flag smashers, where we get a new flag smasher who, in the beginning of the episode, said that he looked up to Cap. Uh, back in the day, as he grew up, oh, he definitely and, uh, looks up and, to him. All right, I mean, sure, he sure did. My man <laughs> looked all the way up, all the way up. And uh, so during this battle, we see that John Walker is kind of exerting a little bit more force than we've seen. Yeah, he's bending absolutely. metal. He's he's launching the the shield, and it's like indenting into the uh, the walls. It's like a, just a lot more force that's there. And um, man, he, while fighting, Carly goes and punches Battlestar. And she gave him the that, that Bruce Lee 10-inch punch, <laughs> like power, sending him into the pillar. Boom, busts his neck. Yeah. That was All honestly bad. like, that, at that point, I, I mean, I didn't think we were going to lose somebody this episode, you know? And and I I feel like the bat the death of Battlestar is gonna pretty much echo through through the last couple episodes. You mm-hmm. know, in John Walker is gonna honor him the best he can, and now he has a serum, mm-hmm. and as we saw what the serum can do to him, and and what it does to his emotions, 
it, it can be very fatal to mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. And well, um, b- before before Battlestar dies, when they're having a conversation about the serum, he also also emphasizes like, well, if the serum is meant to make everything that's great, like yes, you have medals of honor, but if it's emphasizing your emotion that you're in, then that's what is that's what the foundation is gonna lay. You know what I mean? Like if you're laying yeah. this foundation of based off of I'm angry, my my best friend's dead, or like yeah. I, I want to stop these people, or like I'm not strong enough, I need to be the strongest person here. That's basically what it's gonna stem from. And it well, basically it, turned into that. Yeah, it's like it's your character, you know? Yeah, well, and like and that kind of goes back to the earlier episodes when he said, Have when Bucky was like, Have you did you jump on a grenade? And he's like, yeah, I did it with my helmet. You know, like I like I like our helmets reinforced. are reinforced to do that. Like, so he's willing to do it, but he's also willing. He's not selfless. You know, he's more selfish. And like a soldier, and, and I'm not a soldier, so you know, shout out to everybody who served our country. But a soldier in this day and age, usually our the 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 lines between good and evil may be blurred and justified depending on which side that you're on. Mm-hmm. Right. And there was a time when um, it was easier to define those lines. It's not as easy nowadays. And it just so happened that Steve Rogers was from that time, you know, of where it was easy to define. Yeah. And Certainly. his character fit. Um, being, you know, they wanted the perfect man, not the perfect soldier, you know, or a good man, uh, not the perfect soldier. And unfortunately, John Walker is the perfect soldier. And that's all that that was enhanced. So as a perfect soldier should, he was like, I'm not letting you guys get away. I'm going to track you down. And we got to see... He booked um, it. Yeah, would you say that this is like the first, like, like hero murder in um, in Marvel yeah. that we've um, kind of seen, like like full on, like not just like where I'm fighting a whole bunch of baddies and then like yeah, yeah he's yeah. probably I dead, so. but like I would call it a brutality, like no mm. Mortal Combat pun, but first, like, I would call it a brutality. I mean, it's definitely the first time there's blood on the shield. I'd say that. Now nah, there's probably been blood on the shield. I mean, as as far as we know, seen on screen. That's the yes, that's true. That's true. That's true. So yeah, it was a definitely especially to your Mortal Kombat point, sincere. It was a finish him. It was a finish him moment of just yo, I'm going to end this guy. And the irony didn't even do anything. I know the irony of looking up to Cap as he stabs you in the chest with With a vibranium shield shield with all of his strength. My assumption is he chopped his head off. But I could be wrong. No, he didn't. They they showed they showed his face. Yeah, it was just in the chest. But you basically you broke the sternum, you broke the ribs, you probably stabbed down into his heart because it was like it was deep in there. So he basically has an entire gash just in the middle of his chest from the shield. Basically, what he did to that wall, he did to his chest. Yeah, it's just crazy to see someone who's embodying Captain America. No, I mean, we know it's not Cap, but just with the shield and the suit, it's just so crazy to see that. And um, I'm really intrigued to see what goes forward, you know? One thing that I brought up as well, like in the group chat was, basically these last two episodes, they put 
John Walker through everything that Steve Rogers dealt with from losing his best friend to fighting enemies that are stronger than you. But also, I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but every time John Walker introduces himself, he makes sure to introduce himself as Captain America. Mm -hmm. Steve Rogers never did that. He would always introduce himself as Steve Rogers, nothing more. Mm -hmm. So it, yeah. it's it's just crazy to see the differences, but also like, it's, again, it was kind of expected. Again, everybody from the start was already, I hate this guy. We already know what's going to happen. Um, not so much the comic book buffs, but just people yeah. that are just like, there's something off about this guy. Mm -hmm. But um, and yeah, I don't think I don't, it escalated quicker than what I expected. I was expecting yeah. this to be like a last episode thing, not a, oh shit, there's two more episodes to go. <laughs> no. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 So going to the, the two more episodes that we're going to have, um, rumor is, is that the next episode is supposed to be about 61 minutes long. Um, so it should be a pretty meaty episode. Um, we still don't have uh, any idea who the power broker is. The power broker said to Carly that, hey, I'm going to find you, little girl. You messed up. So I have a feeling that we're going to see who yeah. the power broker <laughs> is in the next episode. Um, and now we have Sam and Bucky having to deal with the fallout of John um, murdering this person in front of everybody. Yeah. And the the shield being tainted so uh what do you guys think is going to happen on the next episode no idea honestly no idea like i want to say i know obviously i've seen trailers of a bucky and sam talking to john walker and pretty much saying you don't want to do this and right bucky says yeah i do yeah we do but other than that i no idea yeah. All I know is that everybody's going to be mad at the U.S. again, but yet, knowing how the U.S. operates, they're going to do their best to protect John Walker. And <laughs> or they disown John Walker like how they did Sharon Carter and be like, "Yeah, we didn't, we we'll don't see. condone all that at all." And then that makes um, John Walker know. go over the edge even more because he's like, we'll "I, see. I did well, this for you." Yeah. I don't think so because they're the ones that basically created him. I mean, I guess it's different for Steve Rogers, like. From the start, nobody really liked him. I feel like I feel like even though he was Captain America, he was an underdog. But I feel mm -hmm. like with John Walker, they blatantly made him Captain America. They took the shield out of the museum to give it to this guy. Um, but again, I could be completely wrong. They could just disown him, and be like, you know what, you're on your own. You can stay out. You can stay out of the country, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man. So we will see well, on the next episode, guys. Um, thank you so yeah. much. Good for, episode, man. Couple great episodes. Uh, they are doing a phenomenal job. I'm excited for our next quick dive where we will conclude the series. Um, are we watching the last episode together? I mean, we might. We can discuss it, you know? Yeah. So if you guys are listening to this, look out for um, for more information on, on that going forward. And then, uh, yeah, this has been a quick dive number nine with your boys at SoundFlick. Make sure and follow us at uh, Soundflick Pod, and if you want to start uh, your own podcast, make sure and follow the guys over at Productive Culture, Please. or you can go to the website productiveculture.com backslash podcasts in order to learn more. Tell them that the Soundflick boys sent you. We hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week, and we'll see you later. Bye. Peace. Peace.